this is God that's doing something. Mm-hmm. You're just being obedient. Amen. You know, you're not doing anything special. You don't have mm-hmm. to be an extrovert. You don't have to be somebody that loves to talk to people. You just have to be obedient, you mm-hmm. know? And if you see a need there, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, don't create roles for yourself, if there, but mm-hmm. there is a need here, you know? Yes. So mm-hmm. if you see a need and you feel the calling, be obedient to God. Hey everybody, I'm Suzanne. And I'm Lindsay. And welcome to the Find and Follow podcast, where our hope is that you can engage your faith outside of Sunday morning. And joining us this morning is Campbell Metters. Campbell, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Thank you. Glad you're here. Uh, So glad to have you with us. Mm -hmm. Could you tell us a little bit about who you are? Yeah, so my name is Campbell Metters. I actually grew up going to New City, so I oh, started cool. going when I was, I think, four years old. I don't remember that's a time where I didn't go to New City, which is super special. Cool. Um, I went to UNC Charlotte. I graduated mm. this past May, and I'm currently working at an independent broker-dealer in the finance department. Super fun What stuff. is that? What do you do? <laughs> yeah, so I'm actually in a finance rotational program, so it's two oh. years, and every eight months I have a different job, oh. um, which is super fun, really especially cool. if you really don't cool. really know what mm-hmm. you want to do yet if you graduate that's it's great really cool. to be in a rotational program um, I work oh, with really great nice. people so yeah. I love my job it's great um, I also serve on the new city worship team at South Park which I love to great. do yeah. and I just began co-leading a community group awesome. with a friend named Daniel awesome yay yeah. thanks for being here well mm-hmm. our conversation today mm-hmm. is really going to be about groups and group mm-hmm. leading and like how you got to it, what yeah. the impact of it for you. Because I think one of the things we've mm-hmm. found is that sometimes people feel like they aren't ready to lead mm-hmm. or just leading feels intimidating. And so yeah. we just want to kind of unpack this with you today about what your experience has been. And so mm-hmm. to start that out, would you share with us about your first like small group experiences, mm-hmm. whether it's high school, yeah. college, just what that was like? Yeah. So as I mentioned, I've gone mm-hmm. to New City for my whole life, pretty much. So my first mm-hmm. experience being in a small group was in our high school ministry, okay. and I was in a small group of girls. And something mm-hmm. unique about that is we grew up together. I'd known these girls since I was in elementary school. Okay. So I didn't really have to try and form mm-hmm. this community. We were already friends. But then I went to college, and that's totally different. So yes. my freshman year of college, I mm-hmm. actually joined a sorority. And through that, I found Campus Outreach, which is a campus mm-hmm. ministry at UNC. Charlotte. They have them all over, but I was involved in the one at UNC Charlotte and they had a Greek life small group, which Mm. I thought was just the coolest thing. So I was in a group of other girls and sororities learning how to follow Mm. Jesus together. Some of them were exploring Jesus for the first time Mm. in college. Some of us grew up in, in the church. And so we were in this group where I mean, we were inviting all these new girls that had just joined the sorority and finding girls from other sororities to join. And we were really building that Mm. Christian community within Greek life, which Mm -hmm. was really unique for the time. Mm -hmm. And it was a really awesome experience to be Mm -hmm. able to be in a group and lead a group there. It was really cool. What did that group look like? Yeah. So it started off just by being like a big Greek life ministry. So a girl that was in my sorority that had already graduated, her name was Katie. She ended up being a girl that discipled me throughout college, Mm -hmm. but she was in my sorority and she was a part of campus outreach. Mm -hmm. So they found a bunch of Greek leaders and all different organizations, fraternities, sororities, um, that were Christ followers and mm-hmm. said, let's join one big Bible study. Oh, so cool. we did that for a while. Really cool. And it was a group of probably 30 people awesome. that just came every Tuesday mm-hmm. night. We met at one of the frat houses and we did a Bible study together. Mm-hmm. Um, COVID hit. We couldn't oh, do that anymore. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I yeah. was a freshman when COVID started, oh, which is so tough. Yeah. So, crazy. Yeah. so yeah, yeah, it was the worst, but we couldn't continue to yeah. 
join a group that big. So we decided to split up Mm. girls and boys just because there was such a need of deeper community Mm. in COVID Mm -hmm. because we didn't have any, anyone to turn to, you know, you were in your dorm or some people went home, Mm. you didn't have anyone to turn to. So we got these little groups. So Mm. I was in a group of probably 10 girls. Um, and we were from all the different sororities. I ended up bringing some girls from mine. Um, I had friends in different organizations that brought their friends and we would meet on campus or at a friend's house. We'd kind of rotate around and we would take turns. Each sorority would take a turn leading the Bible study. So mine would lead one week and then they would lead Mm -hmm. one week. Um, and then after a while we split into even smaller groups. We started discipleship groups. Mm. Um, and so I was in a group initially with three other girls and we would meet weekly in addition to the Bible study we were doing, um, to start doing like a more in-depth Bible study Mm -hmm. because there's only so much you can do in a group that big. Yeah. Um, and that was awesome. That's awesome. So we were really doing the discipleship. And then I started leading a small group. Mm. So I got to really disciple some of my best friends. If you guys were here the Sunday mm. that one of my best friends from college, Sarah, yes. got baptized. Yes. She was in that group. Oh, that's really cool. And um, we brought her through there. So she was in my small group that I got to help lead. Mm. Um, and she was one of my best friends. Those awesome. girls I'm still close with. That's awesome. Um, still love them. Yeah, I it was a really that. special group that I was in. That's really cool. Yeah. Very cool. I love the way you were in a group and then it got mm-hmm. smaller. I think yep. there's something to be said. Um, mm-hmm. And we yeah. will... Uh, we have impact that a little bit. We did an episode with Ron Dasher to talk about yeah. like, what does it mean to guide somebody? And yes. that's when you go a little bit deeper. Yep. It's mm-hmm. more personal. Yep. Yep. Um, Campbell, I'll, you have done this uh, for a few years now. Mm-hmm. How has this impacted your faith walk in yep. these different seasons mm-hmm. of your life? Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest one is during COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not only hard to be a person finding community. It's really hard to find it, be a Christian finding community mm-hmm. because Amen. now it's like, where do you <laughs> yes, find them? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know? yes, yes. Um, you used to be able to walk yes. on campus and it was like, we're Christians. Yeah. They were having signs. They're like, yep. come to our Bible study tonight. And then you're in COVID and nobody can, yeah. nobody wants to talk to you because yes. they're like, you're, yeah, yeah, I can't be around you. Yeah. Um, and so COVID, it's a very lonely time mm-hmm. too. So community mm-hmm. is so important yeah. and it can feel super isolating. And yeah. I'm about as extroverted as you can get. Mm. Um, so being in COVID, I was like, where are the people? Where are the yes. Christians? Where's mm-hmm. the community? Yeah. And the genuine community. Because yes. during COVID, yep. you didn't want to just see people. You know, you were like, I need to have a deep conversation mm-hmm. every time I see you. Because when else am I going to see you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was really pivotal for me mm-hmm. in college is to have those friends that were like, you're going through something hard. We're all going through something mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. Let's go through this together. Yeah. Um, and let's go through it with Christ in mind. Yep. Yeah. Not just, you know, self-care. That's yeah. great, but yes. that's not going to cure yep. your soul. Absolutely. You know? yep. Absolutely. Um, so finding a deeper meaning in, in our community was so important during yeah. that time. Well, COVID that. was so hard for everybody, but mm-hmm. and the need for community was so hard for everybody, but going to college is such a huge yes. transition. And yeah. so I can't imagine just how much more the need for community mm-hmm. and, and real authentic friendship was at that yeah. time. Yeah. And then yeah. just like that now leaving college and, you know, yes. I used to be surrounded yes. by people mm-hmm. yes. when COVID ended, you know, I had people every mm-hmm. which way I turned and I was going to mm-hmm. run into somebody. And now you're in college and you're like, you're out of college. You're like, how do I make friends out of college? How do I make, well, that's a great question. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know you're like Googling, like, where are the people? You know, I don't so want to be Google friends with everybody at work. Like I can't just be friends with <laughs> yes, your coworkers. You know? um, I I wonder, more. and this is just me thinking mm-hmm. because I think that one of the conversations I've had for years is that step out of when you come out of college and try to find community for the first time mm-hmm. outside yeah. of college. Yes. It's super hard it's really yeah. hard. Yep. because if you've lived on campus or near mm-hmm. a campus, they're just people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in some ways, you guys got a head start during COVID yeah. of like seeking community mm-hmm. because yeah. I think that's something we always have to have in mind. Yeah. is we have to f- 
seek out community. Mm-hmm. We have to take that step and of mm-hmm. with courage mm-hmm. that God gives us mm-hmm. to actually step into community. So in some ways, you have actually are in the second round of this yeah. mm-hmm. because you did it mm-hmm. because of COVID, you did it in college, and yeah. now you're doing it outside of college because finding community outside of college takes mm-hmm. so much effort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's something, it's a must, it's a new muscle for mm-hmm. most people because mm-hmm. like you just said, all you have to do is walk on campus yeah. and somebody's got mm-hmm. a sign, hey, I'm a Christian. Come to my yeah. Bible study. Yeah. That doesn't happen mm-hmm. for us. And I, yeah. I sometimes mm-hmm. I wonder if it should happen more openly. <laughs> yes, you stand seriously. on the streets with your signs. We I have need Christians here. Yeah. <laughs> come, come find community. And in some, it's, in yeah. some level, group launches yeah. like that yeah, for us. For sure. But it's a, it's a little more awkward as we mm-hmm. get. You know, adults just have. A, we're just awkward at times. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I am. I'm not <laughs> speaking for anyone else. Just I'll Suzanne. own my awkwardness. <laughs> I appreciate, too, what you're talking about just, like, being an extrovert during COVID. Yeah. I'm an introvert. So, like, COVID was such a different experience for everybody. Yeah. But I love just, like, the initiative you took. Yeah. Or it's just good to hear. I'm like, oh, that's how extroverts mm-hmm. experienced COVID. Yeah. So isolating. Yeah. yeah. And I was an RA at the time, too. Oh, so God. it was my job to create a community, but from a distance. Like, <laughs> I was like, how can we do how this? Doing this? This is very difficult. <laughs> How to create community but never speak. (laughs) Can't be in the same room. Don't get too close to me, but I want to be with you. But I want to know you. I was like, let's Zoom call. Please turn on your cameras. <laughs> like, that was the worst. I mean, you. Ha- I mean, that is. I mean, that is what COVID was. Was turn please, the camera turn on, the please. Camera. please, please, please. I beg you. I can remember being in meetings um, at another organization uh, and going, "How many people have their like counting? How many cameras were on and how many yeah. cameras were off?" Yeah, and I was like doing my makeup to turn my camera on because I was like, "This is my interaction for the week." <laughs> Let's I have go. to get dressed. I must be fabulous. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, I so love good. it, man. Um, Campbell, it's so good. <laughs> And I'm, but I'm so grateful COVID is over and yes. that we can engage mm-hmm. and be in person. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have this question. Mm-hmm. What was the the catalyst for you to step into leadership? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, I think in both mm-hmm. of these small groups and the one I was in in college and the one mm-hmm. I'm in now, I think there was just such an obvious need. Mm-hmm. Um, I cool. think in college, you know, we, again, mm-hmm. we were in COVID. I looked yeah. around, everybody was craving this community. And then when it came to me coming back to New mm-hmm. City after college, I looked around and I saw all of these 20 something year olds. And I didn't know them. Yeah. You know, I said, yeah. oh, here are the friends I could have. Yeah. I don't know your name, Yes, you know, yeah. and mm-hmm. I bet that I'm not the only person wanting to be friends with you, yeah. you know. And I mean, nobody came up and said, hey, where are mm-hmm. you going to start a group? It, yeah. was, it was no, it was, hey, I see all these people that I think would mm-hmm. love to be in a group. That's awesome. You know, and, That's awesome. and you don't realize the mm-hmm. kind of prayers that are being answered in those mm-hmm. moments, because right after we announced this group, I mean, we were so nervous. Me and Daniel, mm-hmm. we, we went to Suzanne and we said, we're nervous. Nobody's going to join this group. Mm-hmm. You know, we think there's only going to be five people in this group. Mm-hmm. We're so nervous and then we joined it and about a month later we met with Suzanne we're like what do we do we have have 25 people people in the group chat (laughs) I was gonna say I remember saying to both of you don't worry we got (laughs) it we have people that's awesome Mm -hmm. yeah because I was like I don't want to yeah do something if it's not a need. Yes. But mm-hmm. I was looking around and I was seeing people yes. that I knew weren't in a group yeah. that I knew I wanted to get to know because yes. I wanted to make friends and I'm sure they did too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. And and I love that you looked around and saw the need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the reality is when we come into a congregation mm-hmm. of people, when we look around and we don't know people, yeah. there the, everyone is mm-hmm. feeling that. Mm-hmm. And that is a hard place to be and it takes a whole lot of courage to step out so Mm -hmm. thank you for Mm -hmm. like raising your hand and stepping out to that but for you what has surprised you about leading yeah I think part of it is 
the eagerness and excitement that other people have yeah. towards the group I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know sometimes you can say, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to meet on Tuesdays. And then people are like, oh, I already committed to this thing. I have mm-hmm. to go to it, you know. But we have people that are so excited. They're like, I want to bring food this weekend or I want to host something. Or yeah, we just I did a big that. Friendsgiving for Thanksgiving where like oh, all great. 20 of us went to one girl's house yeah. and it was the best thing ever. Um, like we have so many people that are so eager and involved. Um, something else that I find so interesting mm-hmm. is I think 22 out of the 25 of us are either brand new to Charlotte or brand new to New City. That's incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, so cool. brave. Oh, yeah. People are so brave to like, want to make friends and join a yeah. group. That's awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. been so cool. Cause I mean, I looked around and I didn't know people and I've gone to this yeah. church since I was four yeah. right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So imagine walking in That's your great. first Sunday saying, I don't know anybody, Yeah. you know, and right after we joined this group, people started piling into this group mm. and I was like how are people hearing about yeah. this yeah you know how is this group is somebody standing on the side of the road yes. with the signs saying we have Christians <laughs> yeah. here what's going on yeah um but people were going to New City and Vibe saying hey I'm looking mm. for a group of young mm-hmm. professionals mm. people were inviting their roommates because they enjoyed it or people yeah. were finding other people and saying hey mm. let's come so we'd have like five new people every Sunday for awesome. this like a solid month yeah. Um, awesome. And that really surprised, surprised me. You. Yeah, because yeah, like I knew there was a need, but I didn't know it was is this deep. Yeah, uh, Charlotte is one of the mm-hmm. top growing cities mm-hmm. yeah. for young professionals, yeah. and so there is there are a lot of people moving to mm-hmm. town. And there are a lot of people that are coming to church yeah. to find, they want to know Jesus, they mm-hmm. want to find him, they want to follow after him, yeah. and they want to find community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a huge mm-hmm. need that we, we have mm-hmm. yeah. across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love, I love to hear about your group. Um, yeah. You know, you talked about just like young professionals, but like what's the makeup of your group? What do you guys yeah. do? What do you study? Yeah, so it's about 25 of us in the group chat. I'd say we have about 20 every week. Oh, that's great. Yeah, Yeah, so it's a big group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, We are the young professionals, so it's anybody from recent undergraduates. We have a couple finishing grad school, and then we have some young married couples. So it's really just anyone in their 20s is kind of the makeup of our group. What we do is we started our very first meeting with a social, which I think was so important for a group that big Mm -hmm. to start with a social. And so we'll do three Bible studies a mm-hmm. month and then one social a month. It's great. Yeah, um, that's great. Which has been so much fun. Mm-hmm. And then we've also realized that, you know, we sometimes do need those smaller groups as well. Mm-hmm. So my co-leader Daniel had this genius idea of doing a men's group, like of men's um, social oh. of just oh, the guys group. So yeah. I naturally copied him and made a no boys allowed group chat. <laughs> oh, um, there you go. So we have the girls that we that's hang good. out to. Um, and that's been such a blessing great. getting to yep. know those girls on a mm-hmm. deeper level. Um, yeah, that's bas- kind that's of what great. we do. We kind of go through the yeah. sermon. We have questions that we that's ask. Um, we have, we've had a game night. Oh, we, we start every group with either an icebreaker, just Good. like 20 minutes to talk. Yeah. Hang that out. Up. Yep. Yeah. Cause that's I think great. the, the fellowship part is so important, is so especially important. if you want people to be able yes. to yep. talk about what mm-hmm. they're yes. learning mm-hmm. and experiencing. Um, people aren't naturally just going to come out and yeah. lay all their, yeah. all their secrets on the floor. No, you know, yeah. you have to get yeah. to know them first. Well that, like you've said this over and over again, but just like, um, you have a desire to make friends, yeah. make friends, make friends, make friends. And that's what community mm-hmm. is, is, is a friend, mm-hmm. a friendship. And so yeah. like even those moments of like catching up at the beginning of group is so important. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is my friend and she mm-hmm. knows what's going on in my life. Mm-hmm. She knows about my job and my birthday yeah. and my family. Yeah. And 
So. Well, I think in making fr- mm-hmm. the friendship part mm-hmm. of it, sometimes we feel like we have to move to Bible study really fast. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just want to say mm-hmm. pause, mm-hmm. like just pause in the day, get to know, because if you don't get to mm-hmm. know, if you don't trust, if you don't know when somebody's birthday is, mm-hmm. when you're in a hard spot, you're not mm-hmm. going to text them and say, hey, would you pray for me? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, when, when you get to that mm-hmm. point with a person that you get a one-off text that says, mm-hmm. hey, would you pray for me today? I have a mm-hmm. presentation at work and I'm, I'm, I'm so nervous. Like yeah. mm-hmm. those are the, those are the things you celebrate mm-hmm. in, in community mm-hmm. is yeah. that you can be there for others. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a, it should be the natural thing that we do. Mm-hmm. It's not always, mm-hmm. but it's a big part of it yeah. for yeah. sure. It's good. Yeah. For sure. So what's encouraged you, you mentioned like the interest mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. faithfulness of folks. Is there mm-hmm. anything else that's been just so encouraging for you in this? Yeah. I think another thing that I found really encouraging is the different stages of people's mm-hmm. walk with God that they're in in mm. our group is we have such a broad range of people awesome. that are like, I started mm. pursuing Jesus in college, mm. or I started pursuing God when I was born. <laughs> you know, yes, like right. I yep, yep. was mm-hmm. raised in a Christian home. We have such a vast array mm. of those people, um, which I think has been really unique because for you know the people that are older Christians getting to hear those perspectives from fresh eyes so encouraging Mm -hmm. you know people Mm -hmm. are so eager to get past the cross sometimes and so going back to that Mm -hmm. is so encouraging as someone that's been following Jesus I mean we're all in our 20s we're not super wise and you know mature in our faith but some people Mm -hmm. have been following longer than others Mm -hmm. and so they're also able to share that wisdom Mm -hmm. with the people that Mm -hmm. are newer Christians Um, so that's been so encouraging I love hearing Mm -hmm. you know perspectives of fresh Christians and also people that are wise beyond their years in our group that know way more than I do. Yeah. I've been so encouraged to learn from yeah. them as well. People that can just recite scripture yes. and just think of things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, you're 25. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. How did you yeah. do that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah this great. is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's been so, so cool yeah, to me. Awesome. To I love to that. See, yeah, I love people that. learning from each other. Yeah. That's Amen. really cool. That's, that's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. an important part of group formation is mm-hmm. when you actually tell your stories and that's something that we encourage folks to do. Um, you know, like you just said, people are new in their faith journey. Mm-hmm. Some have been walking, you know, since they were, they feel mm-hmm. like since they were born. So at this point, how has that been for you and your group? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say, obviously it happens over time. You know, yeah. people feel more comfortable as time goes on. That's where the friendship really helps mm-hmm. is, you know, the better friendships you have, yep. the more people open up. But I think it's so important mm-hmm. when people do, because not only, you know, are you getting to know them better, but you're knowing as a leader, how to come into this group better, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, cause you're saying, mm-hmm. Oh, this person shared a story and it really revealed, mm-hmm. you know, where they're at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, how do I, as a leader be there yeah. for them? Mm-hmm. You know, yes. make sure there are people that are yeah. there for them. Mm-hmm. Um, if people share a story about something really serious going on in their mm-hmm. life, it's like, how am I going to pray for them later? How am I going to text them later? Right. How am I going to follow up with them? Um, Mm. And that's just super important. And it does take time for people to feel comfortable, Mm -hmm. especially in a group that large, which Mm -hmm. I think the smaller groups have really helped meeting with the girls. You know, I hear so much more like the girls aren't going to share everything with the guys and vice versa. So I think that's been really important for hearing people's stories, Mm -hmm. what stage of life they're in. We're all in our 20s, but everybody's kind of going through something different. Yeah. Yeah. and hearing, you know, people are mm. new to Charlotte. Where are you from? Yes. How were things there? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. what in what situation did you grow mm. up in? That's so important to understanding yeah. how they are and why they yeah. are the way they are, yes. why mm-hmm. they see God the way mm-hmm. they do. Amen. Yep. Um, 
yeah, that's just been super yeah. cool. To yeah. Hear. It's cool. Have you seen that bond the group together a little bit? Mm-hmm. Like as they share yeah. stories? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and being able to kind of go through mm-hmm. their struggles with each other and celebrate each other mm-hmm. too. I've seen oh, some of the funnest celebrations. Mm-hmm. We just had a couple in our group get engaged and we were like, oh, Woo! That's so like they oh, should have been like, Aww. everybody go around, show the ring, <laughs> <laughs> like tell us a story, oh, I love that. you know, Good. stuff like that is super important. Getting yeah. to hear those stories yeah. of, you know, their relationship yeah. too. Mm-hmm. It could be so encouraging yeah. to people in the group, yeah. you know, that maybe you're single or, you yeah. know, going yeah, through different great. things. Yeah. Cause in your twenties you can be going, you can be having a kid, you can yes. be getting married, you <laughs> can so be real. graduating college. Yeah. Like, right. It's a big, you know, yeah. span of experience yes. that people are going through. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so hearing those things, you know, I'm 22. I'm mm-hmm. probably the youngest person in the group. Mm-hmm. I think I am the youngest person in the group. So getting to hear yeah. stories of people that are, you know, 28, yeah. I'm like, wow, you, yes. you just went through mm-hmm. what I'm going through. Yeah. going through yeah. but you did it so well how did you do that yeah mm-hmm. you know yeah. and getting really to have great. those experiences yeah. has been cool I love what you're saying too, Campbell about like the follow-up just as a leader when someone shares something yeah. your mind's already thinking like mm-hmm. hey I need to follow mm-hmm. up with them because there's just a vulnerability in sharing something mm-hmm. you know that you're going through and so for you to be like hey how am I, how am I praying for you or yeah. how am I following up later saying hey thank you for sharing mm-hmm. that just like um just build safety in yeah. your group and that you're creating a safe space. That's the kind of culture you're creating. I think that's just so important for leaders. Mm-hmm. So well done there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The trust mm-hmm. that you build when you mm-hmm. share your story yep. and you follow up yep. and yeah. um, the security that mm-hmm. is felt in the group is yep. so important. And a lot of that comes mm-hmm. from when we look at group dynamics, like is tra- as the leader, when you're transparent, the the group will match your transparency. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know for me in the, the group I started in yeah. the last year, mm-hmm. like when we sat down and everybody started sharing, mm-hmm. it was like, um, we we laughed at the way we all teared up, like sharing different <laughs> things. But yes. yet, but yet there was something about there's something about laughter that helps you feel safe. Yeah. yeah. There's something about the fact that you yep. can cry with someone. Yep. That yeah. mm-hmm. there's a level of mm-hmm. safety that comes mm-hmm. there, yeah. and mm-hmm. um. I just think that's something that we have seen over and over and over yeah. again, that leader transparency mm-hmm. kind of really breeds transparency mm-hmm. within yeah. the group. Yeah. Yeah. So Campbell, for you, how have you experienced that in your past mm-hmm. um, or in your current group? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely don't think it happens overnight. Amen. You know, that's good. Um, yep. So, I mean, you're not going to get to your third no. group and someone's going to be like, here's what's going on. <laughs> no. You know, because <laughs> yeah. that, I mean, Absolutely. that can be very scary and daunting mm-hmm. and all yep. of that. Um, but I think kind of easing into it, mm-hmm. you know, if you say, oh, this scripture reminds me of actually this story when I was younger. And it can be something fun, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. but that gets to know that you a little bit deeper, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and slowly mm-hmm. getting a little bit mm-hmm. deeper. Um, cause I mean, if you come in guns blazing, it's mm. scary for everybody, right? Everybody's like, oh, what did you just say? <laughs> you know? Yes. Um, yeah, so good. I think being able to ease into it and, mm-hmm. you know, encouraging people and validating people when they do share, yep. like good. you said, the yep. follow-up super important. Yep. So if somebody does share transparency, texting them mm-hmm. afterwards and being like, that was so cool that you shared that. Yep. And that actually encouraged me. Yeah. You know, I don't know about other people in the group, but that encouraged me. Um, And I also think it's really unique having a co-leader, too. Mm -hmm. I think we both have a very different set of skills, which has been so fun leading together. Um, I'm, again, super extroverted. If somebody Mm -hmm. I'm the one that will make you laugh when you're uncomfortable, you know, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, like, let's make you laugh through this. Whereas Daniel's super comforting and he's Mm -hmm. really great at making other people feel comfortable. And that's such a gift of his. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think 
he helps with that That's a lot great. too. Yeah. Um, cause they're like, not only can we laugh through my pain, I can be comforted through it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have two different sides coming like, that. what do you need? Yeah. Right. You know, right. what do you Good. need? Mm-hmm. Um, cause I mean, mm-hmm. I'd rather laugh. Some people would rather, you know, have mm-hmm. somebody give them a hug, you yeah. know, people need different things That's when good. they're coming with transparency yeah, Absolutely. because it's like a vulnerable that. spot to yes, be in. Absolutely. And you kind of, you can kind of read what people need. Sometimes you're wrong, but you know, trial and error. Trial and error. Sometimes you crack a joke and they're like, what? <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> Why are we laughing? So, Why are we laughing? Why are you hugging me? But honestly, there's there's this there has to be this level of yeah, grace in yeah. the midst of it because yes. I do think so much laughter yeah. helps so much. Yeah. Um and then sometimes mm-hmm. you, you just need a hug. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and yeah. having the balance. Yeah. Um you and Daniel do a great job yeah. together yeah. with that yeah. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um Lindsay, what about for you? Anything as far as when you think about group transparency and mm-hmm. that that we haven't hit? I don't think so. I, I really loved what you said about um, like the leader kind of going first and mm-hmm. creating that culture. Um, so I think vulnerability just breeds um, trust and authenticity. And so when the leader can do that or really anybody, um, but mm-hmm. when the leader can go first and kind of do that, that makes a huge, um, huge difference. And I love too, Campbell, what you said about it taking time. And mm-hmm. I think leaders and myself, that's a really good word for me because I can like <laughs> expect things to happen like this, you know, yeah. and I'm like, okay, why is no one sharing, you know, and <laughs> I have failed, you know, and I can like turn it on me and be like, okay, how am I doing? What am I doing yeah. wrong? Um, but I love that you're like, yeah, it takes time to build trust and it takes time for people to feel comfortable. And mm-hmm. um, so I love that. I think that's really important. It takes, it's like a, it's a process, <laughs> yeah. you know, so mm-hmm. I think that's really good. Yeah, I do think building mm-hmm. building community is yep. a process over yep. time with people, and yep. Yep. it takes a lot of courage. Mm-hmm. It ta- and it takes time to build the trust. Mm-hmm. But once you get there, you get to the point that you can have a friendsgiving mm-hmm. and yep. begin to st- walk with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and mm-hmm. you know through the exciting things mm-hmm. and through the hard things. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the mm-hmm. final things we want to talk through a little yeah. bit is about prayer because mm-hmm. um, it's a yeah. big part of group mm-hmm. and a big part of being mm-hmm. in community with each mm-hmm. other is praying for each other. So um, how have you guys found as leaders, how have you experienced that in your group? How, mm-hmm. how does prayer time work for you guys mm-hmm. in the group? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think the way we first started integrating prayer mm-hmm. into our group was praying for our group before we get there. So, mm-hmm. you know, starting oh, a group that. launch being like, yeah. I pray that God will put the right people mm-hmm. in this group yep. and that those people will want to stay, mm-hmm. you know, cause not everybody that signs up for your group will stay into yeah, it. Absolutely. And there'll be people that join your group that didn't sign up. Mm-hmm. You know, most people in our group didn't sign up. Yeah. Um, so saying, Hey God, I trust that you'll really put cool. the people there, They're supposed to be here. you know, yeah. you just put me where you need me to be, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's not about me. Mm-hmm. It's about who you want to be in this group. Um, so that was a big one. And then I think of course, praying for each other Yeah. and what we've expressed that we need prayer for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in our yeah. first group, of course we started, yeah. okay, what are the prayer requests? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the basics kind yeah. of thing. We, of course we'll start the group with prayer every time just saying, mm-hmm. God, let whatever mm-hmm. is supposed to be out of our mouths mm-hmm. come out and whatever is not let it not come out or let us all forget that they said that, yep. <laughs> you know, yep. you know, let's let that happen. Um, and then we'll, you know, we'll pray for each other at the mm-hmm. end. And then the next group will start off with what are our answered prayers. Um, I love that. Some, I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes it can be kind of daunting by being like, hey, I know you said this last week. Any any uh, movement yeah. on that? And then they can be like, no. Yeah, yeah. Let's just open it up and say, That's good. hey, 
any praises from our last that. week mm-hmm. or anything really yeah. encouraging happen yeah. this week. So mm-hmm. we can kind of see what our prayer's doing, mm. um, which has been really cool. I had someone in our group come up with, come up to me at Friendsgiving and be like, hey, you guys prayed for me about this. Mm. And that actually happened last week. And we didn't have our group this week, but I just wanted, I wanted you to know. Show. Oh, that's oh, great. I, I was like, that. oh my gosh, that's so awesome. I love that. mm-hmm. it's great. Um, so I think that's so important. I always write mm-hmm. down all of our prayer requests Good. and send it into the group chat after we meet so that people can be praying for each other throughout the week if they want to, but don't have the greatest memory, speaking for myself. Um, We all need that little reminder. We all need a little reminder on what the prayer requests Mm -hmm. are, so make sure we write those down and share them out. And then I just think, even praying for people that didn't give an explicit Mm -hmm. prayer request, because not everyone's going to share in a group of 20-something people. Mm -hmm. You know, some people are going to text me or text somebody else in the group and say, this is going on in my life. That's good. So just making sure people know that we want to pray for them, following up on those, um, and letting people just share what God's been doing in their life. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Love it. You guys have a large group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, like, have you done different things around prayer to kind of mm-hmm. break that up? Or is that yeah. just, does it work for you guys just to be all together for mm-hmm. it? Yeah, I think for us, it's made mm-hmm. sense doing it all together because people really want to hear other people's prayer requests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I That's do good. think that since we've started opening up, people do feel very comfortable sharing prayer requests. I have to leave a pretty decent mm-hmm. chunk of time at the end to mm-hmm. share because people really want to know. Um, I think if we had been in a different group where mm-hmm. it was silence, mm-hmm. yeah. we would have talked about breaking it up a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. But I think people did enjoy being yeah. able to follow up on each other's prayers and being able to have a consistent group they were praying mm-hmm. for. I think it would be a, such a good idea if it got to the point where we needed to, to split up in a consistent group of prayer groups. Mm-hmm. Um, so people could say, oh, I'm praying for these five people, people. every week. Yeah. Right. These, good. right. these mm-hmm. groups of people. But yeah, for now, mm-hmm. we've just been doing a big group and good. getting to follow up and hear all the stories. I, like that. I love that you guys are doing it all together. Yeah. I know that mm-hmm. it, it is an option to break mm-hmm. up if yeah. you feel like it needs to. And I think yeah. those are like, mm-hmm. as a leader, feeling the flexibility to know yeah. if we need to change mm-hmm. it up, we totally can. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have yeah. to be the same mm-hmm. thing yeah. every week. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can totally Based on what yeah, the group needs. Yeah. Yeah. You probably will. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. If you're not mm-hmm. changing anything, yes. you know, you got to read the room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Read you know, the room. You yeah. got to. So good. So good. good. Well, yeah. I have one more question for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, what would you say to someone who feels intimidated to mm-hmm. kind of raise their hand or step forward to yeah. lead? Yeah. How would you encourage them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say the first thing, which is even challenging to me, is it's not about you. Mm. And I think that's both encouraging in the sense of, oh, I don't have to stand up and be some sort of great good. leader, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but also mm-hmm. in the sense of like, this is God that's doing something. Mm-hmm. You're just being obedient. Amen. You know, you're not doing anything special. You don't have mm-hmm. to be an extrovert. You don't have to be somebody that loves to talk to people. You just have to be obedient, you know, mm-hmm. and if you see a need there, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, don't create roles for yourself, if there, but there mm-hmm. is a need here, you know, yes. so if you see a need and you feel the calling, be obedient to God. Mm-hmm. You know, if you come to God and say, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. He's like, great, clean slate. Let me teach you how to do it. <laughs> you know, yep. mm-hmm. it's not, Good. you don't have to know anything. Yeah. And I think that's encouraging mm-hmm. because, it's you know, you don't have to have it together. Yeah. I love that. God doesn't want you to. Yes. If we knew all the answers, we'd be God. We'd and no it'd need be for like him. a whole yeah. 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 Yep. And we're not. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we're not. So we need God to tell us the answers. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I love the way you say yeah, it. It's an act of obedience because I think there's so much to that. Campbell, thanks so much for being with yeah, us today yeah, um, so to, to send us out would you pray for us yeah mm-hmm. I'd love to all right dear heavenly father thank you for being a God who made us for relationships mm-hmm. and for community I pray that you'll continue to use our relationships for your glory and to bring us closer to you that you'll bring leaders that trust in your plan and are willing to sacrifice their own comfort for the mm-hmm. kingdom that you'll grow our hearts for your people and walk alongside us while we support and celebrate each other through the world's challenges 
And we know that you're the providence of everything good, and everything good comes from you. Mm -hmm. So we trust that you'll work through us, God. In Christ's name I pray, amen. 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 Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening, for watching. You can find us where you find your podcast. Mm -hmm.